I'm a natural. You're natural. You're 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 born for the camera. <laughs> born for the microphone. Chase Rogowski, what that. is up? Oh, we're recording? Oh, we're fucking live, <laughs> dude. We're live and ready to go. I'm just no surprising count, you. No countdown. Nah, no countdown. We're having a nice conversation. I'm good, I figured man. to slide it in, you know, yeah. nice and easy. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Number 50, Big 50. Dude, Congratulations. Thank you. I'm just excited to have you back on, man. It's been 46 episodes later of having you back on. So yeah. um, you're the man, the myth, the legend that's inspired me to do this. So we'll get that like out of the way here. I don't think I would have done any of what I'm doing without you well, getting me to this point. I mean, like, I had the ideas of what I wanted to do, yeah. and I had no idea how to execute it. And then you were kind of like, you put me on. Like, we had one day where we were at dinner, we were catching up, and you were talking about your business. It was a long dinner, I think. It was a very long dinner. Yeah, like we, went to, dinner we went to like dinner, and then we went to go, I don't remember, we went somewhere after that, too. We went yeah. to get like, I don't think we went and got desserts. We could have got desserts. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not a dessert person, so I don't know. But, um,. We went somewhere after that, and we were just talking about because uh, I, I was bouncing ideas off of you for your business, and then you were bouncing ideas for me, and then you were you introduced me to Gary V that night, and yeah. that's kind of what just got the ball rolling. And I remember like a week or two later, I was like, I made a new account. You're like, what? I was like, yeah, I made a new Instagram, I made a new everything. Like, I'm I'm starting from scratch. I'm gonna just just do it, and um, here we are, uh, 50 episodes later. So so how does it feel? How's it feel? Yeah. Oof. I'm going to interview you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take over. <laughs> take over. It's, it's going on his, your podcast. Um, I mean, I love it. I, I I love coming here in the studio, sitting and talking to people and like just being on the mic and mm-hmm. t- just having conversations. It's 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 fun to me. Like I thoroughly enjoy it. I've had days where like I have a shitty day at work. Mm-hmm. I come in here and then I just get like re-energized yeah. and I'm like just enjoying talking to the yeah. people, whoever I'm interviewing. Um yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I do. I, I've had days where I had one day I remember where like work they like let us go home for something like a like an online meeting. Mm-hmm. And, like you just do do it wherever. And I was like, I'm gonna come here and and do it. And I sat here all day and like I had the meeting over like in the corner of the studio like mm-hmm. playing so I could yeah. kind of hear it. And yeah. I was just like editing and like doing stuff all day and I loved it. I was like, this is the best day of work I've had in <laughs> in years. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I'm enjoying it. It's um, good. And then just. Just playing that patience game, playing that that long the long game. Hell, that's, you know? that's how it is, man. Yeah, that's something that I severely have underestimated. Like, like just how, like how persistent and how like you just got to keep grinding. Like it might yeah. take three, four, it might take seven years. Like you just don't know. Like you just have to just keep pushing. You almost have to be like a tad bit insane. Oh, for sure. But like, if you want, like if that's your goal. And like that's what you want to do with your life. Yeah, it's not insane. No, it's not. But it, it, it does sound insane to people who it, like don't. Oh understand. yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not their goal. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, what? Like, you're gonna do this? You're yeah. gonna drive an hour, record, sit here for eight hours, do all this editing, and then leave, and then drive an hour back, and yeah. be like, yeah, you got like five views, and be like, yeah, I got five yeah, views. Yeah, I got from five. It. It was awesome. I know, and it's and it's crazy to see like the views slowly go up, and like it's exciting to see like you could be at like. I remember being at zero. Like, it's like exciting mm. to get that. But it is, it's like way longer than I thought. Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, there, there have been times even now, especially like now I'm, I'm coming up on being a year in, where like I could just be driving one day and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, what's go- like I'm working full time and I'm doing this and I'm, and I'm like, am I doing it right? Am I doing the right things? And I've got like a million thoughts of like, is this the direct? And I do want to do this, so it's like I'm. I'm I keep doing it. I just keep doing yeah. it. But I, I, there are those moments where I'm like, "What is going on?" Well, 
Yeah, I've had that too, especially with Shuler. But I think what helps me to keep on track is to remind myself what is the end goal. Yeah. And like, am I striving towards that? Yeah. And then like also like, I will never forget this from Gary V when he said this was, uh, he goes, like when I was, I think he said when I was 24 and I had a, he's I already had a company, $30 million. It was like in revenue with his dad's company. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I decided to go away from that and like start my own thing which is now the his media company yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like he's like but i was 24 he goes i thought i was old he goes now i'm 43 and i still feel young and that was literally double his life already right right so like what are you right now you're 23 23 yeah so mm-hmm. okay you've been doing this for one year can you imagine doing it for the next 23 years and you'd it's be crazy to think about be, that honestly and you'd be only 46 and yeah. you probably would live, I mean, life expenses are around 80. So you're only, li- that's only half your life. Yeah. And I think if I, if I could get that by then of being like away from the nine to five and just doing this stuff and like talking and enjoying the people and if it clicks, it clicks. I mean, that's, that's the end goal for me is to truly get, get out of that nine to five life. I think that's very, I don't know. It's just, it's a myth though. That's the thing with like nine to five. It's like, you're just not happy from nine to five. But you're willing to go from eight to eight for something you like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. 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 When you find something you like, you're willing to just do it all the time. Yeah. yeah that's like why I don't mind mm-hmm. driving up an hour every day. Oh, yeah. You know, um, oh, that's to do some dedication. This. I was shocked. Honestly, I was pretty shocked. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think it was going like, to happen? Honestly, when, I, when, I, when you got transferred, and I was like, oh, man, it's going to be an hour away. Yeah. I was like, is he going to, and then like, you were still consistent still i was coming out here four days a week yeah if not five i was shocked i was coming up literally monday through thursday just hammering out podcasts yeah and that was with i mean I, that's the other two podcasts included with this one but still like it was yeah it, it it's and it's taken time to get into that like schedule and that routine of like figuring out how i'm gonna do it because at first it was like let me just get ahead and schedule things and i get ahead and i was doing that and now i'm like why would i not like, what was I thinking of doing, like, one podcast? Coming up here for driving an hour doing one podcast. So now I'm like, let me come up here at three right after work, mm. schedule mm-hmm. two or three podcasts and knock them all out. And I only have to come up one day a week, and then I can do everything else I have to do down there. Right. It was starting to get, yeah, I mean. That's smart. Well, it takes time. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, at first I didn't think of that at all. I don't know why I didn't think of stacking my podcast, yeah. like, on a day. Um, but I've started to do that now, and that makes it, like, a heck of a lot easier because... I mean, I was spending more money than I needed to because it was like I can't, I couldn't stay home and cook. I didn't have time to cook. Yeah. I'd get home at like eleven o'clock at night and just pass out, and then wake up at six and go to work, and then repeat the next day. Mm-hmm. Gym here, eat, buy food, and then I finally started like, all right, I need to start cooking food, saving more money. Which I mean, I was doing, I was saving money, but I wasn't saving as much as I could, and now I I want to save more because that's just money I can use to help this or, right. or invest in the stock, like whatever it is. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, I don't want to segue into that, but like I view like you saving your money as a way to get out of, that's another way you can get out of that nine to five living. Like you can save stockpile money, invest mm-hmm. it, or do whatever, and then do your own thing with it. Yeah. And that's what I view. So like if this goes South, I got a lot of money in the bank. I'm just going to use for something exactly. else, you know, but, um, yeah, it, it took some time and now I'm starting to get into that routine of like, all right, on Tuesday, I'm going to schedule two podcasts, boom, do both and then have Monday off where I can cook and meal prep everything so that way I don't have to eat out for lunch and dinner. I just eat 
then bring it to work and all that. That's it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a but lot. But I, I, I mean, it, that's what it takes. Fifty episodes. You know, you now you've got a system. Yeah, I mean, I was. I think we looked this up like before with the podcast. I think it was like seven episodes is the average length of a podcast. Ten before oh. people give up. We looked I up. Think so. At least there a was year some ago. Stat. At least yeah. a year ago, that was like the stat was like ten. We'll just say ten for the for the sake of it, the argument. But it was like ten episodes in, people give up. Mm-hmm. I remember when I we when I started and you we, you started around the same time. Yeah, I think our podcast was like one or two weeks before that. Yeah, I think our very first episode. Very, it was very yeah. very close. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, I just got to get past ten. Like I just got to get past ten. And I just kept pushing and like. How was it getting to 10? 10 took a while. I mean, it did. It, <laughs> I it, remember. It, yeah. I mean, for me. For us too. Yeah. It was like you start. I mean, we just kind of were talking about this before we got on. Like it, you start and you're not used to being on the mic, let alone in front of the camera, but you're not used to being in front of the microphone. And you don't think like, like at least I didn't think I would like sound weird or like get nervous by just being in front of the microphone. But I was. Oh yeah. Like I yeah. like um the first one I recorded, I was telling you that I did like eleven minute podcast and it was a festival review on like Lost Lands and I did eleven minutes. And I like was like <laughs> like nervous. I was very robotic, like then on this day it's I went tough, and though. did this. And like at the end of it I did the eleven minutes. I remember being like like full of energy, like whoo, whoo. and I remember like texting like I did it. And you're like, <laughs> What? I was like, I did my first one. I was like, It's eleven <laughs> minutes, I did it. And then I did and that took me like Three months to work up the courage to do one 11 minute podcast. And then the next two, I like, I did another one like a month and a half later, and then another one a month and a half after that. And then once I got to like the third one, I started to just like do more. And the first three were on my phone. Like, if you guys go back and check, like, they're, they're, they're not even up on YouTube. I didn't record them or anything. No. They were up on my phone. Mm-hmm. The first good amount are actually just recorded and not videoed. But, um, I don't have an issue being in front of the camera, but I did like at first it was really weird to like just talk on the phone, like into the phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean also like I can't imagine like I probably would be uncomfortable doing it alone. Like having someone there to like either feed off energy or something. Yeah. Like it makes a whole, oh, like it's so much better than just being alone. So it, it definitely does make you. it better. It definitely does make it better. I think the reason I was like, oh, I can do this alone is because like, two of the main podcasts I listened to, or at least one of the main ones I listened to at that time myself was like Bill Burr's and he's just on by himself and he's just rambling for like an hour. And I was like, yeah. I mean, if you can do it, I can do it. Right. Which is like totally not the case. <laughs> like he's, he's like his own breed. He's a comedian and he just like is talking to himself, like going berserk. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was not able to, to mimic that. I, I do want to bring, however, that back eventually and do like short segments of my podcast mm-hmm. and do like five minutes of like, I don't, I haven't worked out the kinks yet, but it's been in the work. Something I can do differently. It's like a five minute podcast every Monday, to like bring some motivation yeah. or something to people, something, something yeah. to give them a little boost for the week. Cause I've moved my podcast now every Tuesday they come out. So it's like to get that Monday window open, maybe put out something small and like yeah. get people get people talking about life, get them living themselves for every day and all that. There so, you go. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. Your life brand. About. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what it's a Plug it in. That's <laughs> what it's about. I didn't wear my jacket or anything today, so you don't get it on the video. But um, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what it is. It's just like you guys are doing, you know, your five-minute clips now about shoes. Yeah. You're doing that because you're trying to bring value 
correlated with your brand mm-hmm. at the same sense. And that's what I like. I've got the podcast going, but now let's correlate it a little bit more to what people want. Um, you know, because I am interviewing people like yourself and others that are living themselves every day, but then let's also provide people with some advice. Yeah. Um, but going into that though, your company, I mean, last time we talked, I don't even know if we talked about it on the first podcast, but we might've, I don't know. <laughs> I but remember. for anyways, you are the owner CEO of Shoewear Co. Mm-hmm. And sounds official. Yeah. I like it. I, it that's <laughs> what it is, man. We got the CEO cup behind you. I don't know if people can see it, but there yeah. it is. Um, but so last we talked, I knew it was just starting out. Like I said, I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast, but how is that process going? How is that moving forward? How are you, how's that going for you guys? I, I know it's going well, but it's been other people. It's going well. It's been good. So yeah, just a little backstory. My company Shoewear is we're going to, uh, we sell and provide uh, great deals on shoes. Um, we find shoes that have been discontinued and we sell them at a great price. And also we provide um, some of what you would call hype or sneakers. And uh, we sell those as well for just a little bit more than retail, just, you know, to keep the lights on. But it's, uh, it's been interesting to say the least. Like we've definitely learned a lot. I I mean, I bet, I mean, I know personally, I know me, I know nothing about, the shoe world it's i know it's i know it's huge yeah and i know it's big there's a lot of money with it there's a lot of people selling more shoes just uh collectors mm-hmm. and all that stuff i don't know anything about it but how did like you get involved in that because i know remember i remember like i don't even remember how it started i don't know how i, I would love to hear that story and, yeah. and, and the listeners to hear that story but how did you get involved in shoes because i don't remember you ever being a big shoe no person i'm either. not i'm yeah, originally i'm not a would you would say a typical sneakerhead? I own like right now. I own like six pairs of shoes. Yeah, I think I have like maybe five and like or six. two of them. My mom gave me. I think one of the two that she gave me is a Skecher. So you know, rocking just, them, oh, rocking yeah. those Skechers. But um, so what? So I've always been involved with business, no matter what business it's been. I, ever since I was young, I've either tried. Uh, you remember in high school, I would buy broken phones repair them and sell them yeah yeah and i was that, a and that, i was a returning customer <laughs> <laughs> you were i broke like five phones in high school yeah. and you fixed them okay the way we're on a, on a tangent though i gotta go on and tell that story there was one phone that like i don't remember what happened i think it got ran over by a car i don't know if you remember this no it got ran over by a car first off it was the second phone i broke in two weeks second iphone i broke the first one at swim practice Fell in my pocket, hit the ground, shattered, had to get a new one. Got a new one. I got out of the car and I must have fell. No one heard it. And then we came back out later that afternoon and it was just in the road, like like ran over. And you I took it to you and I was like, just check it out. Like <laughs> see if there's anything you could do. It wasn't smushed or anything. It was weird. But we could see the tire marks on the case. So we knew it was ran over. <laughs> but um you like took it apart. You checked it out. And you're like, yeah, man, there's nothing. And you just go take an apple. And I was like, oh, oh all right, all right. So I took it to, you're like, take an apple, tell them this and that, and see if they can do anything for you. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it. But there's no, they're gonna know something's wrong with it. Yeah. And I took it in, and I say exactly what you say, and they take it in the back, and like, lo and behold, the guy comes out. and He's like, yeah, there's like one of our issues, one of the wires, something came loose. So we'll just give you a whole new phone. And I was like, what? <laughs> no I remember being way. like, I remember being like, excuse me, but I don't know if you remember this. No, I don't. Dead ass. That. And then I call you. I'm like. <laughs> 
Chase, they're giving me a whole new phone. I, I, I call off my new phone. I'm like, dude, I just got a new phone. Like, what the hell? And you're like, yeah, I just unplugged one wire. And, then, <laughs> and I just sent you on relay. And I was like, you did what? You're like, yeah, I just like teetered with this wire. And I knew they would say it was their fault or something. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I, I was I shocked. didn't remember that at all. I swear to God. I don't, I I don't think I've ever been that smooth. No, I swear to God. I remember being like blown away that I was getting a new phone. They were like, yes, actually, it is one of our issues. We'll just give you a whole new phone. Oh, I was what? like, okay. Like, <laughs> I. Hey man, I, well I'm glad I could help you out, Literally. but <laughs> was so, I don't remember that. That's that crazy. Funny stories. Um, finesse the peach mac story. Apparently, but yeah. So I've always been involved with business, and ever since I was young, just doing that. So when I went up to college, uh, and was playing baseball in Illinois, I met Landon. We had a great time, and. Landon is his business partner. Yeah, for those who don't know, but and, we uh, want Landon on the show one. Oh, for sure. He's, I know he's a big sneakerhead, and he could. Oh, dive he, he in. goes into like so. He that's why we were making such a great pair is because I'm all business and he's all sneakers. Mm-hmm. So like I take care of like what he doesn't need to take care of, and he does right, and then and he does what you don't need yeah. to do. <laughs> and well, I don't know, but so, right, exactly. It would, like yeah. you each, you each complement each, other. each other's yeah, weaknesses, right? Exactly. Right. But so I don't know. Fast forward, so we meet. We split up. Our season ends. I go back home. He's back in uh, Missouri. And we're talking. And he's like, yeah, I want to come like, come back down. And, I was, and he had no cash. And so I was like, okay, well. like, And like this is like I was just starting getting the Gary V. And Gary V's like promoting. He's like, yo, like, go to Craigslist. Go to the free section. Grab the free stuff. Put it back on Craigslist for five bucks. People were going to buy it for five bucks. Yeah. And I was telling that and he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I was like, well, what about like shoes? Like, why don't you go and like get shoes from like that are on sale, look them up, go online and see if there's any margin. And we started doing that and he found a few pairs. And the next thing you know, he got enough money to come down here. And I think it was like Christmas or something. He mm-hmm. came down for a week. And uh, then we just started talking and I was like, man, that's like crazy. But like as a businessman, I was like, "Ah, that's not scalable. I was like, (laughs) I was like, the man's just like going to like, I don't know where you went to like foot action or something. And was just like looking at him. I was like, man, you'd have to have like a hundred thousand people to really like get it like massive. But then I kept looking and I was like, you know, the sneaker industry is predicted to be like 30 I think it's like 30 billion by 2030 no way that's yeah. huge yeah and I was like Man, why I was like why is it so and then I kept looking and I was like oh okay so now there's there's different parts of sneakers so then there's the hype shoes and so then we got into hype shoes and looking at like the resale margin on that so like you could buy a shoe for $200 mm-hmm. and you win it off a raffle and you spend 200 and this just happened. Like, this happens every weekend. The shoe was 130 Someone got it and sold it for 600 Like, That's just like nuts. that. That's yeah. nuts. So, there's, there's these online raffle sites that so, auction off Yeah, so Nike, Nike has this called app called Nike Sneakers. And okay. it's just like, you go on there. It tells you when they're going to release. you like, okay, here's your shoe pretty limited you go and you like look up on ebay there's other websites like StockX and goat yeah and you look you know you just type in what the shoe is and people already have been buying them 
before it's been released and people are buying them for you know you can just see your margin some shoes you know will be 130 dollars retail and like i said like 600 so then like easy 500 dollars, and all you do is you click the one button and then, then let's say you miss out you lose no money right right yeah your business yeah. goes away yeah so there's no there's no uh what is it loss there's nothing you just click one button so can anyone do this anyone can do this anyone can do these bids anyone anyone can go with nike right now i'll show you anyone can go on the nike sneakers app right so a shoe just released today that i didn't get that w- it's probably four hundred dollars three hundred and probably two hundred dollars profit um once that loads uh okay it's loading. But anyways, yeah. So it was super interesting. And I was like, I think we can do this. And so then I started talking to Landon. And I was like, yo, what if you go to like multiple stores and you start running these routes? And he's like, yeah, I'll start doing that. So we start looking. We go. So and then one thing led to the another. Like we got it so refined while he was up in Missouri. He would drive three hours, go to Kansas City. Hit up oh all, my yeah. Like he would wake up at six on his off day from school, go to drive three hours to Kansas City, hit every single store in Kansas City. Took him tw- like eight to twelve hour days. Drive three hours back, list all the shoes, and package and ship them out. And it was rinse and repeat every couple two weeks. weeks. Wow. Yeah, every two weeks we had it on the system, and. While he was doing that, I was managing, tracking everything, the profits, and and it just, we kept scaling it. And then he was like, yo, like, I want to get out of Missouri, like, just doesn't fit me. And uh, we figured out a plan. He dropped out of college and drove last two, two years ago in July. Wow. And lived with me for a year. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did the same thing, rinse and repeat. We designed routes. Now we have two routes going uh, once a week. So you you guys are interesting, and I don't want to take too much away from the business part of that we were just talking about, but I know your schedule, and I think it's crazy that you guys are like – so he's working and doing the shoes, and I know you're working, doing the shoes, and going to school. Yeah. Like, it's just just, just crazy schedule to me, Yeah, which – I mean, we both have crazy schedules, but yeah, yours in particular, just, I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. Like, yeah. you're doing three, you're only doing this a third of your time, technically. Yeah, to I'm, look at it, I yeah, mean, to look like at it at a two days a week. Yeah, to, as the way about. I just said it, like, yeah. you're doing a third of your time. Yeah. And then you're finishing up school. Like, how is it, like, how important is that time management for you guys? That's something I want to highlight and, like, oh, get to crucial. people that, like, it's, it's possible. You just have to have the discipline to, like, this and this and this yeah oh it's crucial because like right now like neither one of us do this full-time and we've have been able to topple over two hundred thousand dollars in sales in our we went from a hundred thousand in our first year being two state uh states away not even seeing each other (laughs) and then we he moved down and we just doubled we went from 80 i think it was like eighty nine thousand. Uh, first year we started and then we're at 200,000 and we're just going to keep going up. So, but, but I work at a gas station with him and go, uh, do full-time school at 
computer science. So yeah, but com- the time management has to be like down to the every minute basically of like so do you guys sit like once a week or do you sit at the beginning of the month and you like plan everything out in a sense or like how is it like when did you get on that schedule and like, do you plan it out or has it just been the same schedule once you figured it out it was like this is what we're doing yeah this is what we're sticking to and the people in our lives are gonna have to fucking understand like yeah. this is what we're doing yeah so we would eventually like every so often we would have these talks and would just go way too long and we'd be talking at work mm-hmm. and so like and so I'd be way, I'd be like three hours just chilling at work and he just started his shifts. And so we'd be talking and, uh, but we would hash out literally everything that needs to be done, how it needs to go. And we'd write it all down and then we try it out. And then we'd be like the next week we'd be like, yeah, that's good. And then we'll just set it in stone and we'll just let, we'll just let it run. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, Usually it's me because I'm always because like I'm the overseer and like obviously he's more like running the operation. Mm-hmm. So I just oversee what he's doing and I'll be like, ah, like that needs to be changed. Like that can be tweaked. Like, you know, our YouTube videos, like what we're posting, like mm-hmm. they're not getting that much audience retention. Like that needs to be changed. And so then I'll sit down and be like, look, hey, here are the numbers. Like stuff needs to change. I'll show him and be like, yep, that's good. Let's do it. And then we'll just change and then we'll try it out for a week and then see how it does. And if the results are better, then we just continue. But like, it's just the time management has to be, you have to stick to something, but then also watch your performance while you're trying that out. And then Mm -hmm. if you see any dips in performance based off, whatever key factors you want to run, if it's analytics on a YouTube video or is it, you know, profit margins, you have to adapt. And so we're just able to constantly adapt. um, It's adaptability and like, like pay attention. It's not pay attention, but it's it's uh, awareness. It's the awareness that you like, okay, this isn't working. Let's try this. And we try it for a little bit. And then you're like, you're paying attention to the fact that like, it is or isn't working and then executing off of that and you're pivoting, you're adjusting, but like it's all that coming together. But I think bear at the most of it, it's that awareness to be like, we have to change this or it's working. Let's keep it up. And then, Oh, it's not working now. Let's change it again. It's, 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 it's more of a willing to, to change no matter what, like, yeah, to not be set and you're like so rigid and stuck in your mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Cause if like sneakers, like for instance, just die tomorrow, we'd be like, okay, cool. Let's do high heels. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's fine. Like this, the, our system is so, you know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> <laughs> might just went out. Sorry. Um, yeah. Like it's so weird. Cause like I'm very <laughs> passionate about like the sneakers and like what we're doing with athletic shoes and the hype shoes. But like, if it all disappeared and be like, okay. And like the next new thing, like we're, yeah, like high shoes. heels or like water shoes like I, all right let's do it like let's get into it what what do we need to do i mean so <laughs> that's great yeah i mean that's that is in general that's how it's needed for any business because just you just gotta pivot and roll those punches and like move where the audience is and yada yada all that stuff. even even on social media for instance like if like with the emergence of tiktok we see that like all right we need to do more on tiktok now than oh, we yeah. did before mm-hmm. you know before it was Instagram probably I think was the biggest one I, I at least in my eyes um, you could do good a lot on Twitter maybe Facebook I wouldn't really talk I, I don't do much Facebook but then twi- yeah. TikTok came out of nowhere and was like 
gotta do shit we gotta do shit there yeah. it's the most organic it's everything else mm. um and but yeah that, that, getting on that of just pivoting and going with what you have to do to do what you're doing to stay afloat is is crucial i mean it's so important to like not be rigid i think that's something that like a lot of us get stuck on including myself as of like recently i've realized that i can get pretty like stuck in my way of like oh i'm doing it this way and only doing it this way mm. and i've recently noticed that like in the past month and a half and i've tried to focus really a lot on like okay just go with like roll with those punches and adjust and like maybe do things differently like for instance like my schedule is getting hectic with like we were saying earlier with doing something every day so it's like i gotta change it up like yeah. i'm killing myself yeah, by yeah. literally going from work waking up at 6 a.m and going to bed at 12 every day like that's just mm -hmm. killing me i can't do that i may be able to do it once a week can't do it four days a week no. and then you know i also had to adjust i adjusted my schedule to where i was doing work for four days and then hanging back for two like i was taking my saturday sunday to just like whew, like relax but mm -hmm. like monday through friday was like go 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 yeah so like it yeah it's 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 crazy but it's important and i've realized that too because i was very much like i'm gonna do it this way and keep doing it this way and then i was like okay i'm i'm sick like all the time <laughs> like what's going on yeah like something you know but yeah time management it just just because of our hectic schedules it was like the one the number one thing that we had to get down and solidify and like before we even started anything we would i mean i I'm just like by nature. I'm just like a planner, mm -hmm. and so like, just knowing that like, I saw how much hectic is going to happen. Yeah, we just needed to make sure that everything was written in stone. But I mean, I think that's something that people could take away from this is that planning ahead for anything really. Yeah, you know, obviously sometimes the plans might go haywire, but to have a plan and be ready for that ahead of time makes things like a hundred times easier oh yeah in life yeah. like in anything like i can remember like finals other exams you know holidays like anything you can think of in life like it, it, it's annoying to plan but like if you plan it it just runs so much more smoothly and, like yeah like a bump might come up the road but like if you've had that plan like you're at least set to do it like i can remember a time in college when i had this like 12 page paper due you told me about I told it. you the story yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had like planned it to you know where I had time to do it and yada 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 and I didn't have anything else around it mm -hmm. like, it wasn't like I had that paper and then like an exam the next day and an exam before that I would have been screwed but I planned it and like as you know the story my 12 page paper at page 6 the like computer at the complex we were at just they like redid like a whole reboot of like everything and it was just gone like all six pages and i was like god damn it i'm freaking out but i had the time to where i could still make up that and like get it done i got it done and turned it in i got 95 like it works out but like planning didn't make me like panic and go like crazy and then yeah. fail mm -hmm. you know but that's something at least that's my real life example for people um tell me more about because you do, like you were saying, you're doing the business side and you mm -hmm. do the behind the scenes a yeah. little bit. I'm curious on like, what's the behind the scenes actions of like building your website and building up that stuff? Because I know you're just recently getting, and I know you're a computer science major. Yeah. But like what, I don't know nothing about it. I'm still trying to build my own website and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, tell me about the behind the scenes of that and how that goes. So do you just specifically like building the website or... What do you mean by just like the behind the scenes in general? Like what yeah, I do? Go for it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. So what I do is while Landon is out there sourcing shoes, which means just like going to get pairs by mm -hmm. just buying shoes, I'm making sure that 
um, when he sells a shoe that he knows that how much to sell it at, at what price, how much each uh, platform is going to take him out, take from, and then what we're going to get from it. And so, and then, so like, basically what I think of it is like, not only am, do I oversee, but I also provide Landon with just tools. Okay. So like I designed a, uh, a spreadsheet where he can input everything in the shoe, you know, how much we sold it for, where we sold it on eBay, you know, Poshmark, Macari, where we sell everywhere. And, um, you know, once he puts that in, yeah. it makes a correct calculation depending on which platform minus the fees and stuff. And then you're like, okay, minus Mm -hmm. the shipping. And then, you know, next sell will be your profit. And so then, you know, I have another, another tab that shows our overall profit margins, what shoes are selling, you know, what platforms are performing, what better, which platforms to focus on. And like, so I just mostly provide him with tools Mm -hmm. and then oversee the costs and then as well the um kind of where we're going and like what we need to do to get to the next level and so yeah i don't know it's like a lot of more mental than physical be, be besides like obviously like designing websites but i mean i don't want to talk about that because that's just like i wouldn't be able to do that just because i don't know like generally people don't do that as well as oversee everything because they don't have that technology background of like computer science. Like they're not able to build a, like a, uh, a website. Yeah. 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 So I understand I'm going through that right now. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. So like, obviously like as well as overseeing that, like I'm also custom building our, like our websites. So and how does your computer science degree fall into the business side of what you're doing. Nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. nothing. But like I've learned nothing from my computer science <laughs> degree. But most degrees, it feels that way. Yeah, absolutely. I don't recommend going to college. Oh, let's get into this. One hundred percent. Let's go right into this. I'm I'm on board with this conversation. Yeah. I actually fully believe that as well. Yeah. I, I think in today's day and age, if you want to make a living and you want to be able to do something, you can learn it through the internet. From a business standpoint, the ROI or the return on investment of going into debt with let's say what 40 grand is probably a good. I'd say that's pretty average, yeah. $40,000. Usually jobs don't pay that much. And to, I don't know, a, a computer science major that know like that is going to pay well. It's not worth it. Especially now, especially as tech companies are don't even care like if you have a degree or not, like they're not even filtering for degrees. Really? Yeah, like Elon Musk came out, Tesla said like yeah we don't care if you lived under a rock but if you know how to you know build a rocket ship or like you know you're an expert at this thing well like we're gonna hire you so i think because of the internet uh college is becoming more obsolete and it's beginning it's getting more expensive every year yeah it seems like more and more people now are going for the so on so experience of it rather than what it was originally intended i mean i know me personally i didn't feel like i gained much from it i felt like I'm here, I'm getting decent grades and getting a marketing degree and mm. I could have learned all this online. As a matter of fact, I don't think that, I know for a fact at my school they did not even touch on online or social media marketing at all. So it was almost like what is the whole point? Yeah. Like we're gonna you're still wanting to do like paper and, and I it still is 
partially important, but like oh, it's I mean, just going more and more obsolete. Like right. there's some things that were good, like marketing research, that branding, but like it just. I mean, four years of it though. No, I mean, like, yeah. it, well, like first it. off, the first two years are bullshit. Oh, exactly. Oh, Gen X. Absolutely. Yeah. They're whole, they're, 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 you might as well. Don't get me started. The first years are just absolutely stupid. You don't even yeah. learn anything new. At least I didn't feel like I did. I feel like I just took the same high school classes and learned like maybe one more thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we just went into tiny more detail about the mitochondria of the cell, and that was about it. What yeah. else? What else? <laughs> like yeah. it was nothing else in biology that was new. And then you just don't. You're like I remember just questioning like why I was here the first two years. Like why am I here? Like what? <laughs> what does you know? philosophy have to do with my major mm-hmm. love the class fine it's got a good grade but like it doesn't have anything to do with my degree yeah. i think there's a lot of people like that like i think people are getting smarter about it too i think we're getting i don't think a lot of people are gonna f- fall into that yeah. mindset I, I mean i think i think for the majority of majors it doesn't matter i think the only majors it does matter is like more like the institutional ones i'd say like, of like medical medical and, and most science ones. law probably law too yeah and then like i don't know i'd have to at least computer science definitely not most of the main science like maybe biology, some engineering oh yeah engineering physics but stuff STEM, like that stem, STEM maybe stuff. but definitely not computer science i don't recommend it at all especially i was more passionate about building websites and building they don't teach you like any of that no i haven't i haven't gotten there's not even like there's one class yeah and it's like web design it's some web app class and they don't offer it every year. <laughs> no. So I'm like, this is useless. Like, this is the one class that I wanted. The one I liked <laughs> if I wanted. It's like we had a social media class and it wasn't even offered in the business building. Yeah. It was offered in like the social arts building or something. I don't know. It's just, it, it, it was made no sense. Very frustrating. But I yeah. don't agree. No, I, 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 agree. I do think that more and more nowadays, if you, if you have your mindset on what you want to do and you have certain things you like, you could really start to focus that. And, 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 you know, it might maybe two years of college, then you figure out, like, this isn't for me and I could do it this and this way better. I mean, that's granted. Like, I, or a trade school. Or a trade school, Those yeah. Those are coming. Yeah, I mean, coming. I, I think you could learn anything you want on the internet and, and a lot of that stuff that you want to, if you want to run your own business, you want to do your own stuff and not work that nine-to-five life, you could do through the internet. I think it, oh, for it's sure. just a matter of you learning that time. Especially if you're an entrepreneur. It comes back yeah. to that time management because you're going to have to figure out a time to sit down and do it. It's, you know, you have to still work. You have to still maybe go to school if your parents are making you go. That's always some people's scenario. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just have to figure out a time to do it, like, when to sit down and learn it and do it. Like, me, for instance, I and I'm just using me because I just can give a world of worldwide examples right. is like i'm doing this and i'm working full time and i'm also trying to learn you know photography on the side because i enjoy it and i want that to be part of what i'm doing mm-hmm. so like i'm online like if i can do like 30 minutes a day i just like like looking at a video and learning like oh the aperture does this and you want to do this and this I setting show. for this like I, yeah you want you just like slowly learning yeah. more and more as time goes on and it's annoying because i want to be like i want to learn it now like that is oh, it yeah. is something you have to work on we're, we're back to that patience we were talking about earlier but like it is annoying to me to be like, ah, like I almost get overwhelmed. I'm like, there's so much I want to learn. And I just, I'm like, I just got to relax and like just slowly learn more and more every little day and just niche and pick away at it. But eventually over time, you'll get out of that. Like, um, you get out of what you're doing at this current point in time mm-hmm. and get into what you want to do. It's just like, you got to have that patience to just do it, which is hard. Like we were saying earlier, right. it is, it is hard. I mean, yeah. I could imagine with you doing school and working at the gas oh, station, so you're like, I don't want to be at these two things. I want to just be like, I could be making a yeah. million dollars selling shoes right now yeah. and it's not. Uh, 
Yeah. But to go back on, if people out there are going to take our advice, which some do, some don't, but I would recommend if you're going to just like, you know, not go the, I guess the original route or so, and, and you're going to learn online. It's more about not just watching someone else do it, but actually doing it yourself and reinforcing learning. So like, for instance, your photography, yeah. like instead of just watching videos about ISO go out and do it. Yeah. Like no. literally just like mess with your camera at yeah. every single ISO. Yeah. Which there's a lot, but, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, just keep playing and that's how you learn. Like, that's how I like, that's how most I mean, of my coding this, works. With this, yeah. with this podcast, it was a learning Trial process. And error. Exactly. I mean, You've it, learned so much for 50 episodes. Yeah. And, and vice versa. I'm sure you guys have learned your, like, like I was yeah. saying to you, I've been, li- I mean, I, I, I actually am an avid listener of podcasts as well as a person that does them now. But like, I listen to podcasts now and I try to like take away like hey, they did this Their style they did that yeah. a little bit and like like why are they successful oh they did this oh they bring this amount of energy they they're getting like something like that and and i'm adjusting how i'm doing it i'm like if i was telling you for, for instance the first thing i would say is like at the beginning i wasn't like doing any research i'm just like hey you want to come on the podcast yeah yeah I'll come on and then like we were like 10 minutes before we write down like five points we want to talk about eventually and then we just talk and it was working but it, when i went back and listened to some of them i was like damn these are kind of Boring. boring yeah and they're not as open discussion as i wanted so then i was like now i'm approaching my guests that i have on and i'm like hey what do i need to learn about what you do mm-hmm. so that i can present a better maybe a better question or we can at least have a better discussion mm-hmm. and and that's helped a little bit in the most recent ones which you guys will probably should hear by the time this one comes out <laughs> and then you know, I'm also adding some more stuff to it too, but um, we'll get to those secrets another time. I don't want to give too many of those secrets away. There you yeah, go. You know, you gotta leave it. You gotta yeah, leave yeah, it. You yeah, know, you can only give them a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a crazy, crazy. I can, I'm just remembering me going back to like the very first episodes and like our very first YouTube videos and like how awkward. It's cringy to watch your old yeah. stuff. It is. It is. I mean, everyone's. That's the thing. Is like everyone's. That's. <laughs> I can't think of anyone that's been supernatural the first time. There are some, but I can't think of any off the top of my head that like yeah. perfectly pick up the mic. I mean, even like Joe Rogan, for instance, talks about how like shitty his podcasts were at the beginning, like how absolutely horrible they were. He's like, go back and listen to them; they're horrible. Well, it makes me wonder how long has he been doing his podcast? Do you know? He's at like sixteen hundred episodes. But so, what is that? Once a week? Is that? Um, he sometimes puts out two a week. He's definitely for sure one. Okay, but so I think he's been doing it for literally over ten years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, think about think about this. Yeah. I once a week is if you did once a week, it's fifty two. He's at fifteen hundred. Yeah. So let's so do like quick math here. I don't know. So if if you if anyone out there is like trying to give up, you know, Joe Rogan's at has been doing this for a decade, and he's really and he just blew up to to the point where he's forever. Yeah, he's I mean, fine. He's, yeah, he's got the big money now. He's got fuck around money, yeah. as he says. But like, yeah, it, I mean, he he probably was doing more than. Two a week, I would be willing to bet. Cause that, we just did the math. At the it pace. also helped, though. I mean, he <laughs> didn't. At the, at the pace of one a week, he would have to been doing 30. this for thirty years, which he's definitely <laughs> he hasn't been no. doing this for thirty years. I think I've heard some of it. I I sometimes watch his clips. I can't watch a four hour long podcast. This I don't crazy. watch them, but I do listen to the yeah. full. Like That's I'll put insane. it in the car and just listen. Ugh, I can't do it. There's a few of them that are just the uh, like. I I like the fact that I can listen and learn something. So I like. 
sometimes I like am create like I'll look at some. I'm like I want to just learn some. Like I want something that's gonna like stimulate my mind while I'm learning. There's a couple that have come out that are really good where they just constantly are talent challenging like new things. Joe Rogan has comedians on sometimes. He has like crazy in depth people. Mm-hmm. But like, if you want something that's like gonna make you think, um, I think like Lex Friedman's podcast is one of the best that's out there. I I've seen Lex on Joe Rogan, and he's yeah, an, yeah, he's yeah. very interesting. He's very smart. Yeah, the, and he he just MIT. Has, he yeah. just has more people come on, and like, and it's weird because he's not like like entertaining. Like he's pretty bland off the bat. I mean, but it's um, it's it's, it's like very, intellectually yeah, stimulating. Yeah, it's like you're listening. You're like. Cause you're, I mean, me, I'm like a basic schmuck. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Like AI, this is, is it's going to be able to do this, this and this. And then like the physics of like astral projection or something like it's crazy. Like it's, it's nuts. And, um, but his podcast tackles a lot of topics like that. And he has a lot of scientists on and they just talk about things that normally I would never hear about. So right. it's like, oh, this is crazy. Mm. Like the AI systems and stuff like that and how yeah. they, they intricately work and how they're program and all that stuff like that stuff I, I i have no idea about but i'm intrigued to learn about it eventually one day he'll be on the podcast i hope <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be awesome. awesome i would i would have that'd have a lot of questions i'd be like lost i'd be like can you explain that again uh, <laughs> do it um, again do it again yeah again. one more time um so we've talked about how your crazy schedule and you have three things that you're doing mm-hmm. i want to know about some gas station stories because I'm sure you've got stories from work, just yeah. as everybody does. But so, you're working know. particular. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know crazy. if you know that. Okay, so not only do I live in Florida, so you have the Florida people. <laughs> I live in Florida and I work at a gas station. So you only get, so it's just the wombo combo of stories. Um, I've had, I, I mean, off the top of the hat, had Landon, came in this is his first night working alone person came in from jail arguing it was his girl with his uh with her mom and she just got released and then she was stabbed and showed lifted up her shirt and there was just duct tape oh my God. and it was just this huge <laughs> duct, duct tape, tape gash <laughs> and they did nothing and and they were just trying to and they wouldn't leave i've had that i've had person flip out on me because they thought I was overcharging them on gas because um, they when they took off the handle and they turned apparently the hose hit mid-grade instead of regular and they were flipping out thought I was scamming them I had to call the cops on them Jesus Christ. they wouldn't leave they would not like California gas prices uh, it was if that's the case <laughs> uh, people have left their cars with drugs and money in them, just abandoned, had to call the police on that. Uh, just like, just so many weird individuals. Um, I'm trying to think of one. Do you have a newfound respect for gas station workers? Oh, and for late, sure. And late please, night workers? please. Anyone just respect, like, okay. Number one, one of the worst things that happens is if your, if your gas pump is not working, it's probably you. Not the gas pump. Just going to lay it out there. Just take a second and go, (laughs) maybe it was just the way I was putting my credit card in was probably upside down because I've had a lot of people come in and it was upside down. And just just try it again. Just try it one more time. 
before a coming. A different in. way. Yeah. Just <laughs> a different way than what you're doing. Yeah. Or just slow <laughs> no, down. Yeah, don't try the same way. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, I've had a very profound respect for, but it does, it doesn't help that just the location of the uh, gas station because we are right across the street from a, uh, how would you say? It's like a rehab facility for the people that have uh, either dementia or schizophrenia or something. So oh, they're wow. like, so they're kind of, they're off. A bunch of them are, lo- they're off. So they'll, they'll have like weird stories and stuff and they'll do weird knickknacks and, and I don't know. It's just like, I don't know if it's just my gas station stories or it just happens at every <laughs> gas station. But, I feel like it happens at every gas station to an extent. But man, it's like every, I don't know. I can't go every, uh, maybe every other shift I have a story. And like me and my, like my girlfriend's family, like we'll have dinner and then they'll be like, so any stories? And we're like, well, I, well, let's see here. Um, Wednesday, this happened. Thursday, this happened. Friday, this happened. And Saturday, I had to call the cops. So it was a pretty I, good day. I feel like that's so entertaining though. Like, like okay, for, this is gonna sound super weird, but like, your job sounds so much more interesting <laughs> than so many other jobs out there because you have these stories to go tell people. And like, yeah, it's shitty. It's not like what you yeah. like to be doing, but it's like you're making the most of it and you're getting these stories oh, out of it that you can funny. tell anyone. Like yeah. at any dinner party, you could tell this like ridiculous story. Oh and yeah, people are gonna be like, holy shit! And you can make it funny. You can work it. You can almost make it into like a little comedy oh, bit and like slowly morph it in like a better story and like till people are cracking up. Like I go to my job and I'm like bored i'm bored out of my mind and i'm like i have not like i I feel like a loser because i'm like i have nothing just like there's nothing exciting happened like one day we caught someone stealing and like that was the most exciting thing i've had we like caught the lady stealing i've never like stopped anyone from stealing i've never really seen anyone steal but the lady like did it right in front of me she did it right in front of me she was stealing a bunch of like a lawnmower no i wish (laughs) she was stealing like she had she had her baby in her carriage and she put the product in the bat the bottom what? of the carriage and then like covered up with a blanket and i like just kind of like signaled to like the people working i was like uh that you know i'm servicing the store and she was stealing right literally right in front of me like i was like i even you know i was like were you like you merged help? up and everything yeah like, i'm in my my uniform yeah. and everything so i'm like what she's kind of right in front of me which is crazy and she just she put like three or four things down there Yo, people are crazy man Oh my gosh. They said this morning, actually, this is something that happened this morning, even though it's not super exciting, but someone, (laughs) I guess this morning, someone like ran in and took like three of like the $300 trimmers and like just took all three, put them in a cart, ran out, put them in the back of the truck and just sped off. Like what? Like how do you have It's just nuts. It's just the balls to do it is crazy to me. I don't know how, they must, I've never been in that circumstance where I'm that desperate to steal, but I mean. I, the only one crazy story I've ever heard was when I was an intern for this company, they did a bust in this where a warehouse in Tampa that they said was stacked to the top all around. All four walls were stacked to the top of just product that was stolen. They had a crew that was like going around all of Tampa and like just hitting these stores, taking a bunch of stuff and then bringing it to the warehouse and they would just sell it back online. Yeah. Cheaper and oh, just make yeah. the money. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. We did. I, I can't. I'm not at liberty to say where I, who I work for, but we did have somebody in our company that got caught 
stealing like major major like he was he was like a rep like me going into the stores and and making sure things were good and selling yada yada and every day he was taking like one thing yeah and just was and but his girlfriend he had his girlfriend selling them so he would bring them home and Mm. she would sell them that's how they got caught yeah stupid stupid (laughs) stupid but just crazy but i mean like on, uh, and I just shared three stories, but normally my days are boring. There's no stories to be told. So it's like, yeah, those are three out of like a thousand days. Yeah. Uh, like one. All right. I'll tell you. Let's see here. Let's do that story, I guess. Yeah. I want one story before um, I get out of here. So we, uh, this is like three o'clock in the afternoon. Just started my shift. Guy comes in. He's FaceTiming his wife. And he comes in. And wife's like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Like, and he's all annoyed. He's like, oh, if you want me to do that, like, I'm going to need this to happen. <laughs> and like, I like heard it. And I was like, wow, that sounded like he wanted, like, you know, like we wanted like sex or want something. Some sex. Yeah. He wanted that, you he know, wanted that glug glug 9000. I guess so. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like that's a little forward, but all right. And then, so he comes up and he wants some smokes and I'm turned around. I'm getting the smokes. And he's like, oh, that's much better. And I turn back around and his phone is on the counter and I'm scanning the items and I look at his phone and it's just his wife's tit (laughs) just out and she's just playing with it. And I'm like, people are weird, man. Looking at it and I'm like scanning and I'm giving him money and we're making eye contact. And then he looks down and then he makes some more comments and then I ring him up and he leaves. <laughs> and I, was, I made sure that he didn't see me like look at his phone because I was wearing a hat. And he leaves and he goes, uh, the cashier s- says thank you and then walks out. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, I don't fucking say thank you. Yeah, I was like, I want to see your nasty ass. <laughs> I, was like, I was so shocked. I was like, why? I'm like, people just do that? Like, Dude, people are crazy. People can be people can be out there when it comes to that stuff. I don't know. I mean, like to each his own. Like I wouldn't never put. I don't know. I my just, significant other yeah. on Facetime, like on yeah. the. I would hold. Maybe I'd hold the phone. Well, like, I wouldn't put it down exactly. and be like, "Hey, everybody at the table, like well, check like, it out." Even even if like like your significant other did that, like it'd be like phones up. Or like, hey, like I'm in the store, like you know, ho- hold on for five seconds. Have some respect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, in the store. Or maybe even just flip the phone. Yeah, exactly. Over. He did it on purpose. He's trying to act cool. Yeah. I'm thirty year old man trying to be cool. <sighs> I wish he was thirty. He was like forty eight. Uh, even worse. Yeah. Anyways. But, <laughs> um, crazy stories, man. Jeez, we probably could go on stories all day, but um. Thank you for coming on, dude. Appreciate fifty four minutes. Wow, that flew a good by. time. It flew by. Yeah. Unfortunately, we got to stop it. I gotta. Get on for the next the next podcast here. But thank you for coming on. Of course. Definitely want to have you pleasure. on again. I want to have Landon on. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll do a three. Yeah, we'll make it happen. at some point. Get Sounds him on good. here too. Yeah. All right. We got some stories. For sure. Peace. See ya.